Welcome to the Wellness From Within podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Stewart, an overthinker and purpose-driven gal who knows what it's like to be underwhelmed and overwhelmed at the exact same time. Follow along and we'll learn to fight fear with faith, to live life on purpose, and ultimately discover true wellness from within. Hey friends, what a week we've had. I am so excited to be back. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness From Within. This is Melissa Stewart, your host, your friend, your guide on the side, just here to chat and talk about stuff that really matters. And today I have another heart story for you, another episode of just pausing to think, and I hope that you'll stay and listen in and be encouraged in some way. So I've been thinking so much lately about everything that's going on in the world and how the entire world right now is literally pivoting. Like what was norm just a few weeks ago is completely obsolete. And how do you move forward when the entire world is on pivot? And what does that look like in our individual lives just when we get down to the real daily impact of, our, of us, of our life? I mean, how do we approach our business? How do we approach you know, our ultimate personal goals and dreams? How do we approach our family life? How do we approach our purpose? What is, what does God say about all this? It's a lot. And maybe, maybe you've watched like very close dreams to your heart that you've worked for years to build just crumble like right in front of your eyes. It's real. And I know for me, my heart is literally torn and, and I'm devastated for for personal friends who are experiencing literally life-altering change right now, like today at this very moment. And my heart is heavy and it's painful. And when I go to the Word of God, I can only know that many are the desires of our heart. But God's plan prevails. And what does that look like for us? And even in the midst of crisis, even in the midst of a pandemic and the most uncertain time in the history of our world, I just want to ask us all today, what are we here for? You know, someone once told me, that the reason a diamond is so valuable and so treasured is because it is such a rare gem. It takes so much effort to find it, to uncover it, and it just makes it so much more valued because of that. Well, I want to say, do you know what is more rare than a diamond? You. You and me. Out of billions of people on this planet, you are a gem. 
There is literally no one else like you. There is no one as unique as you from your DNA to the very steps of your life story. And so what are you here for? And I think this is such an important question to ask, especially in times of crisis, especially in times of complete shift of our life and our world. When everything has been turned upside down, it really is important for us to stop and just think about this. Because everything that we thought we controlled is literally not in our control. Because control is literally an illusion. And what we thought we controlled, we don't. And so what are we here for? I think that we all know this from a very young age, that we are valued and that we are treasured. There is research that shows that from the time we are young, from the time we are born until we're about seven years old, that our brains are literally being formed. They're malleable. Like we're being impressioned and almost programmed in a way. You know, we're free, we're creative, we are full of life and wonder. And as the world begins to program us, and this is not necessarily intentionally, this is just what happens in our families and our surroundings, our environment, we become programmed per se. And then something begins to happen. We almost begin to be, you know, our minds begin to become like cement. And then life keeps happening all around us as we grow into adults, just kind of confirming the cemented programs of our life until something like this pandemic has happened, right? We hit a wall and we're almost like reset. It's almost like we've just been going through the motions because that's what we do. And then something like this happens and we, we almost stop and we kind of see this interesting picture of ourselves and the world around us. And we, it really causes us just to, to kind of take inventory. When everything around us that's swirling so fast and busy and going every single day stops, we're only left with us. Like we're left with ourselves and of course our families and those things that are super close to us and important but all the materialism goes away all of the things that we thought we controlled we don't we're literally left just looking inward and I think when the noise of life and the distraction of life is silenced even for just a moment that still small voice inside of us which I believe is the tender voice of God is really beckoning, beckoning us back to him. I mean, he's our creator, right? It's like we're back to that little kid again that's full of wonder and life and questions. And we're kind of feeling that connection right now, I think, for many people, because we are left with our hands held open because life is literally flashing before us. Everything is changing so quickly and the entire world is pivoting. And what do we do? So I said all that to say, today I wanna just talk about what are we here for? I mean, what is the greater meaning behind all this? Because if our hope lies in just this here and now, in the government and in the things that are going on around us, I mean, we are gonna be miserable 
because there's not really much hope right now among the people in the media, even in the government. There's not a lot of hope. So what are we here for? What are we hoping for? What is the bigger picture here? What is the point in all of this? And I think this is an important conversation for us to have because without this, we're just wondering. We're just meandering through life, aimlessly walking around, and most of it will be in a circle because we are not connected to the thing that's going to propel us forward. And this is so important, even in our wellness journeys, even in our health, even in our in our personal life, that we understand what we're here for. And when I look to the Word of God, and I, I, I referenced this earlier in the week, you know, when I look in Ephesians, I just see over and over that we were created on purpose for a purpose. Like, there is not any kind of random... There, there's no randomness in our existence. God didn't make an extra person or make a mistake when he placed you here. And we need to really make sure that we can look inward to understand exactly what that is. And if you are one in a billion people and you are so uniquely created and every single step of your life has brought you to this point, there's something special about you. And about what you offer to the world, to the community that you are in, and to your family, and to those people that are around you. And so what are you here for? Could this possibly be a testing of our faith? I believe that. I believe that God schedules tests for us to see how closely we've been listening to the teacher and to strengthen our faith to draw us back to him to remind us that we're not in control and maybe you're feeling like that right now maybe you're looking at this situation and you're feeling devastated you're feeling anxious you're feeling fearful and all of those things are real But what if we could pivot our focus and really understand the scripture in Romans? It says, we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. Y'all, we have been called. What are you here for? Like you've been assigned a purpose. And this may be a test. This may be a point in your life where God has put you in a place to cause you to be still so that you can do a little reflection and that you can do a little inventory to say, 
What is this about? What am I here for? Am I here to go through the motions of life and to run to and fro and, and do all the things that, that society and culture is pouring at me to do? Is that my purpose? Sometimes it's just enough just to pause and breathe. I think about Abraham, you know, whenever God called him in Genesis to, you know, he called out to Abraham and he told him to take his son, his only son, who was the promised son, whom Abraham had waited for many years to be born. And, he, and God called him to take his son up to the Mount Moriah to sacrifice him there. I mean, as a burnt offering. Really? Like, are you sure, God? You know, this very child that you promised me, are you sure that this is what you want me to do? I mean, you told me that the nations of the world will be blessed through this child. That, that you know, the offspring would be as many as the dust of the earth. Are you sure, God? And I'm sure Abraham stood there with his hands open in despair, really questioning. But we know how the story goes that Abraham pressed on because he surely asked himself, what is the greater purpose in this? And he pressed on in faith. Because he know he knew, and I truly believe that Abraham was able to make that walk and that journey because he knew that God had supplied before, that God had promised before and never failed to fulfill that promise. He was confident. <laughs> He'd been given a test. But he became a student of the very words of God. And he understood that each word spoken by the teacher was true. Even though his faith was tested, and he, I'm sure, doubted at times. So, I just want to ask us all today, like, what are we here for? You know, what's, what are we going to do when the world is pivoting? Are we waiting for the, the back to normal to come? Are we waiting just to get right back in the saddle and do the things that we've always done to grind it and crush it and, and press in and do all the, the busy work that society and culture has pushed on us to do? Are we willing to set in this stillness and be tested to let our faith be rooted so that we can walk in the purpose that God has called us to walk in? I mean, is our faith really rooted beyond just words? Or can we really be tested to prove that our actions and our devotion to God is rock solid? Even when the very things that he's promised us seem to be fading. God will not go bad on his word, friends. 
And any control that we thought we might have had is such an illusion. And I just, I find comfort in the scripture in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 43, when the prophet spoke to the people of Israel that were captive and waiting for a redeemer. Isaiah 43, 14 says, this is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake, I will send to Babylon and bring down as fugitives all the Babylonians. In the ships which they took pride, I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And if we can wrap our minds around this picture that would have been spoken over these people, that God was reminding them, don't you remember? I am your redeemer. I am your king. I created you. And don't forget that I made a way for your forefathers when I parted the waters of the Red Sea and they walked through on dry land. Don't you Remember that I caused the armies of the Egyptians to be annihilated in those waters and they laid there never to rise again. And he says, but forget the former things. Like not forget them out of your mind, but like don't worry about that because what I'm doing in the future is going to be greater. I'm making a way in the wilderness you're going to be able to walk through this area that looks like an impossible pass. And where the dry lands are, I can actually cause streams there too. So friend, I ask you again, like, what are you here for? You've been assigned. We've all been assigned. And this may be a test, but we can look back at all that God has brought us through in the past and we can stand firm on his word that he will make good on this promise to bring us forward the way that he has planned, that he predestined, that he called and equipped us to do. So let's lean into what he is calling us to do, friends. Let's be willing to sit still while he does a work in our hearts, while he pulls away at all that's there that we feel like we had control over. And let's be willing to sit at his feet and learn from the teacher. Because I know one thing, his ways are so much higher than our own. And his purpose for our life is greater than we could ever, ever have planned or dreamed or imagined. So let's walk forward in that. 
Let's stand firm on the promise of his word and know that we are called and we are equipped and we are here for a great purpose. And God wants to put us in a place where he can do that work in us, that we can bring all glory to him. Even in the midst of a pivoting world, God still gets the glory. So I am so glad that you joined me today. I hope that you know my heart is to encourage us all on this journey of wellness, of understanding that our minds and our bodies and our spirits are connected and they are not compartmentalized, but that we are whole and we are all complete beings in Christ. And so I encourage you to set this weekend and just be still before God and let him speak to your heart. Let him work away at some of those things that we've been holding so tightly. And let's let him work in us, friend, because we're here for a purpose. And he has designed you and crafted you so uniquely. You are a piece to this puzzle and we need you. I love you dearly. And I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm sending you a great big hug and lots of love and lots of expectation your way.